Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Allie and Find Your Joy. Well, we are in for a treat today. If you're like me and you can get things just a wee bit cluttered, our guest today, Kitty Andrews, is going to be someone who's going to break open and help us find a path to our joy. Kitty is someone who helps people to clear the clutter in their lives, both mentally, physically, and she's going to tell us all the different ways. Welcome, Kitty. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it, Alec. Thank you. Oh, I'm excited. Are you kidding me? I was just chatting with a friend the other day about how do you go about finding somebody to help you clear your clutter and to know exactly what to keep and what not to get rid of? Because, you know, sometimes in a big clean out, I've got rid of things and then a little while later thought, oh, no, I was too overzealous. That one thing mattered to me. So I find it very interesting that today you are the person that is here when I was just talking about this in the last week. So I am just going to sit back. I have a pen, even though I'm recording it, I have a pen and paper in hand, and I am going to be taking notes. So go for it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give you a bit of an overview and I'm going to temper that with you were just talking about what to keep, what to toss. I've just uh, I'm right smack dab towards the end of a move. And I've lived in that old apartment for five years and you accumulate things. I moved in with a fair bit of stuff, some of which probably shouldn't have been moved in, uh, did threw away a lot of things uh even just in the last couple of days, I probably still have stuff here that shouldn't have been moved in, but it's going to be a ceremonial toss uh, mm. because I've got a little bit more time and I'll say, no, this does not belong in my fancy new place kind of thing, right? In, in my new fresh space. When you talk about, and that's near and dear to me about, should I keep things? I had a friend who's also a client helping, she was doing the cleaning. And part of this move, and uh, this move is representative of moving out of a space. And you can apply this to all five pillars of your life, by the way, and we'll we'll talk about that briefly. But when when, uh, clutter is defined as that which no longer serves you, and my old apartment no longer served me. And be in my present, being able to talk to people like yourself, you know, I, I wasn't doing the. I, I was evolving. I evolved out of the mm, old place. Yes. And that means that you also evolve out of things that you thought that you liked, like clothes from when I had my cleaning business four years ago. And I thought, well, I might need them someday. Right? Yeah. Can you yes. hear it? <laughs> 
Can yeah. I get an amen? <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, I'm ashamed to say, but they were expensive bath mats when I got them. But my friend said, Kitty, bid them farewell. Okay. They've done their service. Yes. But I mean, it's hard to get, it's hard to get brown, Kitty. Just throw it away, please. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. And there was a lot of that happening yesterday. Um, and you just have to realize, is it fitting my new life? And in a pinch, this is what I often recommend is, and this came from a client who did move across country from Washington State to Minnesota. And she said, do I want to cart this in my, in my U-Haul trailer? and unpack it at the other end. And that can be a really good litmus test. It's my favorite litmus test, actually. Would I cart this across country if it's a, a no, no, no? <laughs> uh, well, you know what to do. But right. you want to have a, a keep, a toss, and a maybe pile. Now, many uh, or quote organizers uh, disagree with me on that, that no, it's got to be black or white. Well, I don't think that life is black or white. Right. And I did have, well, my maybe pile is a, I know which ones are the maybe. They're in, they're in the boxes and I threw them in. Okay, it's probably a no, but it's not taking up that much space. I took very little maybe with me. But make right. sure that you give yourself that out. Why? Uh, here, it, Would you like to know the, the why I do it that way? Absolutely. Saves mental energy. Now, don't forget that every time you declutter, like my sessions with my clients are uh, 50 minutes, five zero minutes. Mm-hmm plus 10 minutes wind down you know you've got a, a little bit on either end and right. the reason for that is decision fatigue i will see that my client's eyes glaze over at right. 50 minutes now yesterday i did two hours of decluttering but that's okay i was on a mission i had a whole lot of ginseng in my system and <laughs> i would say i was able to focus and i had to and it's just the way it was but i would never advise anybody else to try to do that uh you you because decision fatigue starts to hit and you know that battery at the at the top of your phone you know and then you're watching it go yes yes that's a great reminder if you have that maybe pile rather than agonize over that photo or that shirt or what have you then okay We'll put it in the maybe and we'll deal with it with fresh eyes in the next session or the next day, which is actually even better and better to sleep on it. But right. it, it gives you that out. Now, if the maybe pile starts to be hitting the ceiling, well, then you're going to have to deal with it. But right. It, Take a look at that then. <laughs> yeah. Right. Most times it's going to be yes or no. Does that, right. does that help? Does that answer your question. It absolutely does. You know, because I can say myself, there's been a few times I have um, tossed out things in, and I, I'm going to say exactly what you're, and I didn't have that language for it, but decision fatigue, um, I have, mm -hmm. and, and made really poor choices, you know, like things like, and I, I'll say like for people listening, um, my mom had to be in complex care at the end of her life. And 
when when a person dies and they're in a in a place like that, you've got like hours to get their stuff out, right? You you just mm-hmm. have to come in. It's not you don't have time to sit around and think about it. And, you know, I mean, she'd been ill. I'd been up with her for days before she and then I, I was exhausted. I was grieving and I went in and I started going through things slowly. And then a few hours in, I knew we just needed to get out and I just panicked. You know, I'm not saying that I threw out something that was the most important thing. What I can say is I don't remember that. I don't remember. I I was, uh, you know, brain injured, grieving and tired and exhausted. So that I love what you're saying, because that takes that out of the picture. That's that's a that's a beautiful way to do it. And I am a girl who I'm telling you, when I get tired, I start chucking. it's the default and you're bringing me back to exactly a year ago when my father passed in March and and my condolences by the way uh, and he had way too much stuff that he'd moved into the new he he just anyway we're not going to go there but I I was angry that he had so I had the emotions I was angry that he hadn't looked after himself better and well he was 84 but still uh, his little girl was angry. That's that right. It's I. And your I mom started, and dad's your mom and dad. It doesn't matter how old I am or they are. It's gone is gone, and it's hard. Yeah, and you're going through this stuff, and it starts to it, everything just starts to well up, and mm. yeah, some there's a there's a a dish set that I wish I hadn't sent to the the goodwill because. Mm but you just get tired. And sometimes you have no choice, you're under the gun time-wise, and it is what it is. But if you do have the luxury of time to start mm. doing it a little bit before, then I I advise that. Full disclosure, did, I, I didn't do very, very much beforehand. And sometimes you just can't work really. Right. Right. But yes. you do what you can and you go easy on yourself and you say, all right, I'm only I can only do so much. And did I throw out the China set that that maybe I shouldn't have? Well, it's done. And somebody else is enjoying it, is enjoying it. Exactly. exactly. So it's OK. It's yeah. meant to be. Yeah. 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 Cut ourselves some slack. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's it's exactly true. I mean, to to weigh it all out in in twenty years, will it matter if I have it? Will it matter if I don't? And if I don't have a big answer for that, then then it'll then it'll be okay. A helicopter going over. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the five pillars. Ah, now we're uh, just off here. We were talking about Marie Kondo. And what she does is absolutely wonderful. Just finished her book. And it's what we do things differently, she and I, but um, she focuses, of course, on the physical and does it spark joy. (laughs) What's the name of your show, right? Uh, and, And that joy really is a part of all five pillars of your life. Now, declutter the brain, we declutter not only your home, I call it the five H pillars, not only your home, but your heart, meaning your relationships with your partner, family, co-workers, whatever, mm-hmm. your home, your heart, your habits, your health, 
and your head, hence declutter the brain. Now, a funny thing happens. I strongly believe that physical and mental clutter are so closely intertwined that mm-hmm. you, we don't even have time to talk about it today on this on this <laughs> podcast. But basically, don't you feel better if you're you've clear, you've cleared off your counter and everything looks good? You've had a busy week. It's Wednesday night. You look around. You go yo yo yo. You clear it off. Thursday morning, you're you're raring to go, kind of thing. Exactly. It's the yeah. difference between doing your dishes at night or waiting till the morning. Oh God. <laughs> Do you know when <laughs> it's true, right? If I it no matter how tired I am, if I can if I do the kitchen before I go to bed, then when I wake up, I I'm not going into this day with yesterday's stuff. Yeah. I'm already behind. I'm like, and it's just dishes, but it's I find that those things really matter to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, it's an assault on the senses, and you're absolutely right. That actually is a really good way of putting it. Bringing yesterday into today, into mm-hmm. today, yesterday was yesterday. Today's a brand new, fresh, shiny day. It's just dishes, but man, it's oh. it's one more thing to clean up. Well, that's that's where you the, the symbolic uh, for for eons symbolic of uh, nurturing and self nurturing and nourishment and and all of that kind of stuff it's in feng shui. It's a, one of the most important rooms in the home. So right. so it was so good on you for 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 doing that. And you were asking about the five pillars. Can I tell you a quick story? Absolutely, I would client? love it give you a bit of an example she uh came to me with with physical clutters now her sunroom which was the entrance uh it's an older house so you have your sunroom which then leads to the front door of your house and it was so crowded that she had to kind of sidle in to get to her her door um and we started working through that and after about three sessions, because I do I do weekly one-on-one sessions, and she said, "You know, I'm I'm really thinking I'm going to start that fitness program. I thought I thought about it a long time ago, and I am I I'm going to look into this. And within a couple of weeks, uh, she she had herself set up with a personal trainer, with a, a nutritionist, with a gym, all of this kind of stuff. And I'm proud to say that she has been and she's still doing it after two and a half years. She drove her tractor to the gym because her car her truck wouldn't start. I kid you not. But she was committed. Where am I going with that? What does that have to do with physical physical decluttering? Is because I believe that as you declutter physically, the 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 metaf- metaphorical layers uh, of the onion start to peel mm-hmm. back, and you start to see other things. So she was essentially decluttering her health and, to a lesser extent, her habits. But here's here here was the kicker. Shortly thereafter, you know, we're still working together. Uh, a couple of weeks later, she said, "You know, my husband said something to me that I'm not really sure that I like that much." And she told me what it was, and it was a little derogatory, nothing really serious, but it, you know, wasn't exactly uh, warm and fuzzy. <laughs> um, and I said, "Oh, that's interesting. Uh, has he ever said anything like?" that before and she stopped and she thought about it for about 20 seconds 
And she says, you know, he's been saying that kind of stuff for most of the 25 years of our marriage. We worked through it. And she, I, I told her the, suggested to her the right things to say. I'm a huge Dale Carnegie fan, by the way. Uh, <laughs> she, she suggested to her the right ways to approach what the gentleman was saying. And I'm proud to say that she is one of three marriages that I've been credited with with the saving, with keeping. Oh, together. beautiful. So sometimes had- we're saying things and we don't even realize that they're that how they might land on another person. And sometimes right. it only takes communication to fix that. Absolutely. And you may not even see that because see what here, here, see whatever your the underlying uh, the underlying surroundings because the clutter, the physical clutter is in the way. Now I know this sounds kind of woo-woo, but it has worked so many times that mm. uh, uh, even recently a, a woman was uh, she didn't she was dreaded she had just moved into her new home her mother was coming to visit and she was just dreading it because her mother is kind of like a you know oh oh let me help <laughs> it's my house i'm 40 years old <laughs> right didn't they have they have just today right now they are finishing a beautiful week and a half long um visit Oh, and enjoying it. Yes, because somehow this lady, uh, once she got she got confident in her decluttering over the move, which is what she hired me for, and she got confident, and I think that confidence portrayed through to her mother, and her her mother reacted in kind. Thank goodness that oh my my little girl's kind of grown up here. Yes. And yes. let's work together. So uh, decluttering has a lot of side benefits that are really unseen. <laughs> it, 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 well, it absolutely makes sense. I mean, clutter can, it just, I mean, we we know now, right, the, the um, connection between a trauma-informed life and clutter. We know now that uh, just any time that w- when things are cluttered around us, it's hard to think. It's hard to do anything. Um, and it just makes sense to me. And for whatever reason, people tend to connect shame to their clutter. And that's um, that I'm sure that well, I'm going to guess shouldn't say I'm sure, but I'm would you find that that's been your experience? Ninety nine percent. 99% of the time. Yeah. So just once in a while. <laughs> yeah. You feel that you should be able to, uh, I should be oh, able to yes. keep everything clean. I'm a, I'm, I'm a decluttering coach. My my place should be, uh, at the, I'm in the middle of a moon, but everything should be looking perfect. Now, come on, knock it off. Uh, yes. <laughs> right? Right. It's, um, but there is a certain level of of shame that 
Well, many times people in a family, my one of my own family members and a current client have both experienced, I, you know, I can't get the super in to make repairs because he's going to take one look and maybe he's oh. going to affect me. Maybe, uh, you know, what is he going to say about me? The shame of that. And that can, that can start to mushroom and snowball and you've got black backed up toilets because you won't let anybody into your home. And then it can, it can really escalate but but that's that's not my wheelhouse of when it gets when it escalates that right right um but yes the the effect on your self-esteem is is absolutely huge yes (laughs) well i i you know i think i could just um we could go on and on all day and I, and I wish that we could and here we are and it's the end and I'm like oh my gosh there's so much more I want to find out um I think I think so first of all um we're going to have all your contact information is going to be in our show notes uh now so do you also work with people online as a matter of fact, wow, uh, see, classic adhd here. I know what I do, but I forget to tell others. <laughs> I only work online. That's oh, all beautiful. I do oh. not go into people's homes uh, um, for four years. I have done it virtually. And the beauty of that is it uh, was described by a realtor friend of mine as being a less intrusive, more focused way to get rid of 30 years of stuff. Why focus? Because you're just focused. in... Yeah, you're just in the one room. You don't have to clean for the cleaning lady. You eliminate that shame. You're only focusing on that room. And less intrusive, of course, you, you, again, don't have to clean for the cleaning lady. You're still going to be embarrassed as you shine your your iPhone camera or your laptop on your mask because we've got to work through it together. But uh, you don't have to feel like, Oh my God! The person's going to run away, or they're going to judge me. All right. So, so yes, it's all online, and it oh, that's wonderful. wonderful. Okay. Well, so so for those listening, wherever you are, um, you can get a hold of Kitty, and she can help you to clear the clutter and calm the chaos in your <laughs> life. Yay! I said it this time without falling over my tongue. It was wonderful. Well. Uh-huh. Kitty, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here today. I learned a lot. I, I hope the listeners did too. I'm sure they did. And, I, and I'm inspired. I'm inspired to go that to go to, um, you know, when you have a uh, you've, I, that one junk drawer and then sometimes a room becomes the junk room. And uh, <laughs> that's been my that's been what's been going on lately. So I have uh, my junk drawers become a junk room. And so I'm inspired. And uh, I hope others are too. Kitty, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here today. It was awesome. And uh, well, I'm looking forward to it. Who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll meet again. Maybe there'll be a part two of this along the way sometime. That would be great. I sure hope so. This was a real pleasure, Allie. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And this is Allie saying bye for now. Go and find your joy. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you 
so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. Thank you.